0: welcome everyone i am your host mr joe and uh i missed my part to say i'm the host with the most but you know i'll get it next time anyway this is youth force chronicles a podcast for teens by teens and with us today, I have some of our Youth Force Chronicle students. I'm gonna let them introduce themselves.
1: I'm Delilah. I'm
0: Ashlyn. And just so that you everybody knows, um, Delilah's favorite song is "Hey There, Delilah."
1: It's really not.
0: But it is, (laughs) secretly. It is now, yeah. (laughs) And Ashlyn, um, her favorite Pokemon is Pikachu because Ash Ketchum is her idol. (laughs) You
2: were not supposed to say that.
0: (laughs) Oh, was I right? He
2: spilled the beans.
0: Oh, no. (laughs) But anyway, so today with us, we have a special guest. I'm going to let him introduce himself. But this man here, he has done six careers. Um, he is a prestigious Santa Claus character. No, he is Santa Claus actually.
3: <laughs> okay, Joe. Yeah, yep. You you let the cat out of the bag. Yes.
0: Should I let it, the cat out the bag?
3: And I I arrive next Friday at five o'clock at a local mall, and you should be there because there'll be all kinds of characters. They have Snow White, and they'll have Rudolph, and they'll have the Grinch.
0: <laughs> That's my that's my spirit animal. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
3: That figures. <laughs> but anyway, I'm going to let him introduce himself. Anyway, I'm Pete Vanderpool, a.k.a. Santa Claus, AA, a.k.a. Paddleboat Pete. I'm a storyteller. So Santa Claus and storyteller. And that's enough to get started. What do you kids want to know?
1: <laughs> um, I'd like to ask, what was all of your career?
3: Well, I started out as an engineer. And I was in process instrumentation and control, which is kind of big. It was fun. I started up boilers and I got into the food industry. and uh, i've I've made baked beans and I've made glass, all of this from the control point of view, not because I did it, but anyway, um, went from there to my own business in process instrumentation. And some things happened, and all of a sudden, my wife and I were giftware reps. We lived in Wisconsin at the time, and we went to gift shows in Chicago and Indianapolis and Minneapolis and other little local shows. We did that for a long time. Then we moved down here in Tennessee in the, well, as, Matter of fact, we came in nineteen ninety-six. We're still not Southerners. They don't recognize us. this Yeah, Yankees. There's another word. I'm not using that other word. Northerner. Oh, is that yeah, that's a good word, Joe. Yeah, that's a good word. I don't think
1: that's what he was thinking of though. <laughs> yeah.
0: We'll keep we'll keep it, PG. <laughs> Santa
2: Claus doesn't want to go on the naughty list.
0: You're right. Yeah. (laughs) You're right. If that happened, that would be a
3: conundrum.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that would be pretty bad.
3: Anyway, um, the Santa Claus thing started up there in Wisconsin. It was on the 23rd of December when I got a call from a friend from church, and she said, Pete, I need you to be Santa Claus. And my immediate reaction was, Santa Claus is a character... You've got to have a script. You've got to know what to say and what to do and all that. And I says, I don't know how to be Santa Claus. He and I argued for 10 minutes. Finally, she says, look, all you got to do is put on the red suit, hang on the beard, sit in the red chair. How hard can that be? And I thought, oh, well, she's a friend, OK. So I did. I went at the appropriate time, put on the red suit, hung on the red beard, and sat in the red chair. The first couple hours, it went really well. Mothers would bring their child over, and I'd hold the baby, or the, the one would sit on my knee. It went fine. Things kind of got slow, because this is the 23rd of December. There was a Walmart out at the edge of town. Everybody was out there. The downtown mall was kind of dying. So I decided to walk down to the center of this. Now, this mall took up a whole block. so You could go from the back alley to the front street, the side street, and all the way through. I walked down to the center, and there's a boy standing there. He's got a Schneider Company trucking ball cap on, and he gets 23rd of December. He's got a nice warm jacket, jeans, and he's, he's standing with his foot on the wall behind him. And I went over to him, and I said, hey, you ready for Christmas? He says, yeah. I says, what do you want for Christmas? He says, I want my dad to come home. My mom says my dad never comes home anymore oh how hard can it be well i knew what the problem was the schneider Cru- trucking company ball cap was the key his dad was an over-the-road driver those drivers would pick up a load maybe in nashville and they'd drive it to st louis and then they'd drive one from st louis to new york oh my god and, and that's what they do And that's why mom didn't see him as often as she wanted to. And she just wanted him to come home. Oh, yeah. But for Santa Claus, how hard can it be? And I can tell you lots of stories, but it's not about me. It's about you, too. What else would you like to know?
2: Since you're having to act as Santa Claus all Christmas long, do you dislike Christmas or do you like it more?
0: Oh, does Santa not like Christmas? Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Wow.
3: Well, I typically come on the Friday before Thanksgiving, and I'm there every day except Thanksgiving. By the time we get to Christmas Eve, I'm exhausted. So Christmas for me is different than it might have been in the past. Uh, But I've been doing it for this long. I still love Christmas. Christmas is all about the spirit of the season, the caring, the sharing, the loving. And that's in my heart when I'm dealing with kids at them all and it's still that's what as they say jesus is the reason for the season and it is he is and that's never out of my matter of fact christmas eve we always go to a candlelight service just to make that transition
0: yeah no honestly see talking with you it's like uh, i have that one family member who's just always um uh, who lights up the room and just makes everybody feel loved and welcome. That's how I just feel right now.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: You're easy to talk. to. Do you have any questions for us?
0: Oh, Mr. Pete, do you have a question? Do you like school? Oh, that's, that's, out the, que- that,
2: Mom. <laughs> um...
0: that's the question I ask. Okay.
3: <laughs> no, that, that, that's, that, that's not, that's not, I'll, I'll get you off the hook. Um, you're in the ninth grade. Do you have any idea of what you want to be when you graduate high school?
2: Yes. I've been going off and on of like what I wanted to be, but I think that I have finally come down to a conclusion on what I want to do because I want to do something that I'm going to love. So I want to be a singer, songwriter, and producer and editor. So that's I know it sounds a little far-fetched,
1: but that's what I want to do.
3: No, how about you, Delilah?
1: Probably a weird thing to want to do, but I honestly either want to be a welder or actually a drill sergeant in the Army.
3: Oh, my gosh. Which, oh. is, which
1: is kind of, that's what I'm saying.
0: It's kind of weird.
3: We we, we better be careful, Joe. <laughs> she's going to have us up marching around the table. I know. She's going to
0: make me lose 25 pounds <laughs> 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 by, the end of, by the end of the day. So, since you're talking about welding and engineering and drill sergeant, doesn't, Um, Can you give more experience uh, or understanding when it came to you working as an engineer?
3: Well, um, the kind of work that I did was process instrumentation and control. We measure pressure, temperature, flow, and, and those things, and we put it all together and make sure that everything works fine. That was fascinating. I did a lot of work on Navy ships, I was on the USS Independence, which was an aircraft carrier and many other ships out of Philadelphia. And then when I had my own business, that's when I was controlling Wisconsin is food industry. And I remember uh, when you palletize cans or bottles or whatever, you, you don't just stack them up on the pallet. you have to kind of they make a puzzle so that they hold on to each other. Well, for some reason or other, I had a programmable controller and it was not doing the job right. And so they called me in and I'm checking out to see what the problem was. And every once in a while, I'd goof. And so instead of pushing the box of baked beans to the proper place, it pushed it off the edge. And it dropped down about 60 feet to a concrete floor and it exploded. And all of a sudden, these people would come out with their little schnoods and there and they with their brooms and they clean it all up and they disappear again.
0: <laughs> I mean, talk about jumping beans! My goodness.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so that was my engineering expertise was more in, in the control side. I was in the navy and I, I was trained at Bainbridge, which was they gave it up as a training center in 1976, I think. But anyway, I, we had drill sergeant when I went through basic training. It's getting to people to make them do what you need to have them do. And sometimes in today's world, that's tough. Um, you, I don't want to get on my soapbox. But people today just don't want to accept responsibility. They don't want to um, accept the fact that they have to do this whether they want to or not. And drill sergeant is... It's necessary, but boy, it's got to be hard in today's world.
0: This is a question to Ashlyn and Delilah. So how do you guys feel about when it comes to teens wanting to find a career for their lives? Because what we see as we are older than you both, we have seen that teens are struggling to want to accept the responsibility or go and find a career or they don't want to go on the same path as we did, if that makes sense. What are your thoughts on that?
2: I mean, I get what y'all are saying. Um, I do see a lot of teens nowadays who are not wanting to go to college or not really wanting to get a good degree or career because they don't want to do the u- extra schooling because I think they feel like they have to do school on top of school. Yeah. And I mean, I understand that, but I also feel like some teens like aren't wanting to follow y'all's generation or other generations because we're trying to be our own generation, if that makes sense. That's fair, yeah. But um, I don't think that they're like accepting reality when they're saying that just because like you got to find a degree and something that's going to pay for your whole life. Like if you don't, then how are you going to make money and how are you going to do it without being stressed all the time? Because if you just want to work at Walmart for like every single day, like all year long, that's going to be hard on you. Um, I have a friend and she works at Walmart and she's like 20 and she hasn't gone to college or anything and she works at Walmart like. 24-7. She never gets break just because she needs the money to live on. That's why I'm grateful for my parents because they always pushed college. For a little while, I thought it was stupid because I was like, I don't want to go to college yeah. because I like, go do all this school. But now I'm thankful because um, I know I'm going to have a good job that's going to pay for me. What do you think, Delilah?
0: Okay. Okay.
1: They don't go to college, but yeah, because I feel like going to college doesn't get us, get you as far as it used to.
3: I want to just step in here. You said you wanted to be a welder. A welder is a wonderful career. There will always be a need for welders, okay? This Pi Center, the, the place where we are, is turning out tradesmen, and it's a wonderful thing. This particular thing, um, Youth Force, that you, Mr. Joe, and, and the other people involved here, It's a wonderful opportunity for you to realize how you can be successful as a welder. There's certain you'll have to file reports, you'll have to talk to your bosses about soft skills. Mr. Joe and I have been known to teach soft skills. Um, They're they're important, okay? And it's sad that we have to teach that anymore, but that's just the way the world is. You want to be a songwriter. You know what I think about? America's Got Talent and The Voice. You realize how many people on those, the contestants are songwriters and they all come from Nashville for some reason or <laughs> other. But that's, the, you know, if you want to go to college, the things you got to know is the English language, creative writing, all of those kinds of things that fit in songwriting. So you two are, you're on the right path, both of you. You recognize that trade's person is better than going to college for you, okay? Go into the Army. The Army will pay you to go to college. And if you retire after 20 years or something like that, you get full retirement pay for the rest of your life. That ain't all bad. So I would encourage both of you, keep going after what you feel your gut is telling you, and you'll find the right way to do it.
2: Yeah um actually speaking of the military i have when i turn 18 i want to enlist into the army and i want to go the officer route and um i'm going to spend like 10 years there and then when i get out they'll pay for my college
0: yep yeah i think that's been the the biggest topic has been college um i know you guys haven't stepped into that world yet you two um but i know college college is helpful college can get you to many avenues that you want to, but it's also, like you said, it's kind of, is not getting you to as far as what you're wanting to. And so what, what are your thoughts on that with college? We, we know college is important, but can you expand more on how college is not getting to where you think it needs to you gotta
1: get a good job from college, obviously, but say a doctor, you have to go f- to school for 20 years to be a doctor.
0: Earth. it feels like 20 years it's
1: like not <laughs> exactly but something yeah. like that because like there's 12 years eight blah 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 all the things and so
3: and eight is 20 yeah. <laughs> yeah So <laughs> my voice cracked <laughs>
1: <laughs> but i just feel like if you're what are you going to do in that time period and like you have to have a job you have to like while you're in college or you're not going to be able to pay for college you're not going to be able you're not gonna survive you're not gonna float so what do you you have to do something so in college you that's like a full-time thing in itself so
0: yeah that is true
1: yeah but what I see
2: is that when you're doing the school you are able to do what you've learned and you are able to be a doctor just not like with all that years of training so while you're in college you'll still be able to be in the hospital working and everything like that and you get paid for it Because um, it's just like training you for when you get all the way like done with your years. And you get paid for that. So um, I think it will all add up like in the end. But um, that's just me. I think college is worth it in the end. Because you're like, we need doctors, we need lawyers, we need all these people. Um, And of course, we're going to always need welders and stuff like that. I don't think that I'm the type of person to want to do, like, welding and stuff like that. There's also, like, different careers that you can get other than doctors or a lawyer career. You just got to, like, look into it yourself, if that makes sense.
3: Um, I, I don't want to disappoint you, but part of the problem today is so many students got a college degree and they can't get a job.
0: Ooh. Now, this is the other side of the coin. <laughs> well, it's it's, it's, it's the it's, craziness of it.
3: And, and part of the problem, I think, is that the world is changing so fast. When you were setting this up, Joe, you asked me if technology really bothered me. It doesn't. But you realize that the technology that's going on in this broadcast uh, five years ago or 10 years ago wasn't ever heard of. So the jobs that you folks might get... Maybe not even a job yet. Also, there's there's two kinds of education. I'm, I'm going to share something with you. It's a little embarrassing. But it took me five and a half years to get a two-year degree. I went to two four-year schools on... I wanted to be in mechanical engineering. But I hated physics, and I hated chemistry, and all of that stuff. There's book learning... With academics, okay, the, what I ended up with at a two-year, well, they call them junior college back in those days, but it was like a trade school. It was hands-on. So when I left there, I knew about how to control these different things. And They were hands-on. And if so if you're a hands-on person like I am and you go into a strictly uh, book learning type of thing, it doesn't work. So... I think we have to make sure that we, we tell those things to people like you. You know, don't feel you have to have a college education. You make a, a wonderful living as a welder. I mean, the, the, the figures that they're talking about, of you know, people that have gone through the welding program here or uh, Cleveland State has a welding program, the money they're making is just inconceivable to me. As a songwriter, you've got to hit something pretty big you know, if if you walk, oh, and interestingly enough, too, people that win the voice, second and third and fourth and fifth and so on down the line, sometimes the one that came in fifth is more successful than the one that wins. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it, life is, it's interesting, all I can tell you is enjoy life. You, you talked about loving what you, want to, what you want to be. That's the key because as long as you've got that spark of love, for what you're doing, you will do well at it. And it doesn't make any difference. You know, here I am, Santa Claus. You know, I didn't go to Santa Claus school. I didn't go to college. Okay. I never got trained. I got it by, you know, my mom wants my dad to come home. And that's just the question. There's two things that I'm starting to teach, Joe. One is listening skills and the other is observational skills. If you've got listening skills and observation skills, you will be successful wherever you go. And both of those are based on love. I listen to the two of you. Why? Because I just love being with you. And the stuff that you're sharing and I'm throwing back at you, you know, some of the things that maybe I'm saying, you say, well, it's okay. You got to be aware of some of the things that I'm throwing out. I'm on my soapbox
0: again, Joe. Get me off my soapbox. Okay, I'll get you off your soapbox, but then I'll step on mine. (laughs) (laughs) So here are the things that I've noticed when it comes to how I've seen this upcoming generation do their thing. Because one, I will say in a sense, sometimes people in our generation may feel like they're lazy, but the thing is, they're also trying to figure out how to do things in less steps than what we ever had to go through. And, you know, it's fascinating to me because, one, I've seen people just, one, figure out how to open up a can of soda or how to, like, put a hole in the creamer little film thing that's on top to keep from spilling. Yeah, like, who would have thought that i just take the top off and, like, smack it onto the (laughs) little film and then that's all I had to do. I didn't know that. You didn't know that? See, that threw me off. I I learned something. (laughs) And they are always... I feel like I've noticed that they're always learning or just learning to observe how to shorten the process. And so for those that are listening, I do want to say you guys are doing a great job, but continue to find what you are passionate about to make this world a better place. It's not so much about following in our footsteps that the older generation has done, but it's more or less that you continue to push yourselves to want to make this world a better place. And whether it's like trying to be a better doctor, be a better lawyer, or stepping outside of the blue collar jobs, being a, a, a better psychologist, a better therapist, childcare worker, bus driver, fast food worker. It goes into everything. We want to make sure that this place that we're living in is better and great for the people that are going to come
3: after us. That's right.
2: Yeah, and like he said, like, we need those people. We need people who are going to be fast food workers because if we don't have them, then what, how are we going to get our food?
0: We're not going to get food. Yeah, we're
2: not. So, like, <laughs> I, I, and I understand what you were saying um, about, like, how people, when they get a college degree, sometimes they can't find a job. I understand that. Um, That's when I think you just take a gamble on what you love the most. Like, if you really want to go get a career because you love, like, a job that requires a career, then go for it. Like, like you said, do what you love. So if if that means that you have to go to college to get it, then, then go for it. That's just what I say.
3: I just ran into a, a lady who, um, she had been teaching English for 12 years. And her friend says, you know, you can be 50 and you can be teaching English. Or you can be 50 and you can have your doctorate, which would allow her to teach at a higher level, college level. She's about that far away from her doctorate. So you watch what's going on in your life and what's going on around you. And she knew that when she got that, she could now teach at a junior college or regular college, Lee University over here. Thus, you just got to be aware of what's going on around you.
0: Oh, for sure. Okay. So. It is November, but I know people are already um, celebrating Christmas. So I have to know, Mr. Pete, what is your favorite Christmas movie? Or are you into Christmas movies?
3: Miracle on 53rd Street.
0: Miracle on 53rd Street. Have you guys watched that movie?
2: We um, Last year we watched it with our grandma because that was her favorite movie, a well, Christmas movie. I didn't realize how sad that movie was. <laughs> I was sitting there and I was like, This is a Christmas movie? Like, oh, it was sad. But yeah, it's a really good movie.
0: Fun fact about me, um, don't hate me. I have not watched that movie, Miracle (laughs) on 53rd Street. I'm sorry. (laughs) I bet you
3: watched The Grinch,
0: though. Oh, I did. All three versions. (laughs) (laughs) The 2D version, the the cartoon one, then the Jim Carrey version, and then the most recent one. that was, I don't know who played the main character, but that one. Okay, so now, what is your favorite Christmas song, Mr. Pete?
3: I don't know. I like them all.
0: Is it Santa Claus is Coming to Town? Uh, no. That's pretty obvious. Though.
3: <laughs> no, no, no. Um, I don't know. It's hard because there's good um, church-type songs like Silent Night. I like that because of the story behind it. Yeah. Um, but then there's also rocking around the Christmas tree that, you know,
0: (laughs) it's okay. I don't know the words to it either.
3: (laughs) I'm not a singer. I'm a storyteller. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that is true.
0: We haven't even touched on that. Mr. Pete, you tell stories pretty much for a living.
3: Well, yeah. Um, we, we work with. My wife and I have a nonprofit business that works with people with Alzheimer's and dementia, and that it's getting them to write stories. Um, we give them a goofy picture and ask open-ended questions, and they, they answer the questions, and I'm the scribe. I write it all down, but they'll be in about 45 minutes. But that also works with at-risk youth. It's just It's fun, but it stimulates the imagination. That's key
0: part of me just wants to try this (laughs) just for our viewers over here. (laughs) What if we just tried to make a story right now? (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like we did that time with the 2 a.m. with
3: the funny. Go for it, Joe. (laughs) Okay.
0: So here's the picture. We won't make this a super long story. I don't have a picture on hand. I'm just going to describe it. So in this picture, we have a – Cow dressed up in a ballerina suit or outfit. Yeah, ballerina outfit in front of a Ross store. Are okay. We
1: supposed to describe, like, describe this. Try to describe
2: what's going on in the story. Make yeah. a story out of it. Yes. Yep.
3: <laughs> okay. okay. So it's a cow. What is the cow doing in front of the store?
2: He's going to buy more ballerina tutus.
3: Uh, what color is his favorite? Her favorite. Of it. <laughs> It's a cow, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, what 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 would her favorite color be for tutus? Blue. Blue. Okay. Blue, blue okay. tutus, yes. Blue. And and is there a, uh, anybody around that can help the cow get There is a
0: small uh cat walking by with headphones in giving the cow a weird look.
2: Is he going to help the, is he going to help the cow or is he just going to walk by and give him a weird look?
0: I think he's going to walk by and give him a
3: weird look. <laughs> What does the cow say once his cat's walking by and giving a weird look? What are you looking at? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Okay. There's, not, there's nothing wrong. I mean, no wrong answers here. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. What are you looking at? Okay. And what does the cat say? I don't
1: think you should say nothing. You just give
0: him that side eye. The side eye and be like, mm. hmm That's like the most disrespectful thing you can do. Somebody just look at them to the side i'm gonna look at the camera for this you look at
3: them to the side and you're just like mm. <laughs> so does the cow go into the store
1: he goes through the window <gasps>
3: through the window okay yeah. the crash of glass and the cow goes into and the cow shouts i'm here for tutus
2: <laughs> and um when he shouts that like workers come over and they have like tons of tutus in their hand and asking her like, which one do you want? We got pink, purple, blue, green, orange. And then the cow just looks at them for a minute and he says, I want all of them.
3: All of them. Oh, All of them. Now who's going to pay for them? Oh, this is the tricky part.
1: No, it's a trade for the cow milk.
3: Oh, what? milk for tutus! <laughs> it sounds like a company. Milk for tutus.
0: <laughs>
3: oh, <sorry. laughs> hey, but way back in the beginning, we told you this was going to be fun, and and it has been. I I just like where it's going, and I don't know if you were both scared to be in front of the camera, but obviously you're not anymore.
2: I was very, I was, like, petrified. I was like, I'm going to be in front of a camera. Oh, my goodness. And yeah. then it's not that bad.
3: Uh, it's been fun. How how much longer are we supposed to go, Joe?
0: Oh, we still got time if you want to keep talking. I just want to know how the story ends. Yeah, that's a good question. <laughs>
2: Do the associate workers take the trade, the milk for the tutus?
0: There needs to be a conflict Oh, in this. you
2: know what happens. They say no. So then... He ends up going outside and he Wait, puts on a the cow show. cow is a girl. No, <laughs> so my cow. bad. She ends up going outside and you know what she does? She puts on a show. She starts like acting like a ballerina, and so people will pay her. So then she can go in there and pay for them.
0: I think she should do a ballerina song to a uh, Rocky Top. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Rocky Top. Oh, <laughs>
3: sweet home <laughs> to me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: i surprised you know the words are Rocky Top, Yankee.
3: <laughs> oh, I've been oh. here long enough to learn the some of the words, anyway. You know, I don't what,
0: know the words. What's the second verse, Delilah? That's what I thought. <laughs> True.
3: That's like the second verse to Star, Star Spangled Banner. Nobody knows it. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: It's like, oh, man. <laughs> I only play the instrumental version
1: Man, I should know that because my mom Be playing that all the time Every Saturday at like 5 o'clock in the morning She'd be like we play a Rocky Top to the game And the game not until like 7 (laughs) (laughs) o'clock
0: Okay Okay so uh, Wait what's the cow's name? We never gave the cow a name Patricia
2: (laughs) Patricia. (laughs) Yeah Patricia the cow
0: Patricia the cow So Patricia So I guess the let's see if we can make this the whole story now. Okay. I should what, what I should sounds- be writing
3: it down. That's my job.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. So Patricia, she is walking to Ross. She gets out of her car, and she's walking. Walking to the door, she said, You know what? Today is the day I'm going to get a new tutu. But she was so excited. She started doing her little ballerina dances, you know, the little splits in the air and everything twirls and everything, but then she trips and she falls through the window. (laughs) What normally she would look like an embarrassment, she took it as a moment to say, this is my grand entrance and I am here for my tutus. And so she's walking through the store, a store. Uh, no, no, no,
3: no. She said that the, all of the, the salespeople the, came over with all yes. kinds of tutus. you got to stay true to their I story. It. It's their story, not your story. <laughs> no. right.
0: Okay. So the, so the, 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 what do they call it again? I forgot the store clerks. Are they clerks? Clerks. Yeah. Okay. All, yeah. So the store clerks come running to the the front and they see the glass on the ground, but she shouts, I'm here for my tutus. And they're like, okay, um, this, is, this is what I got. I have pink and I have purple and I have gold and I have green. And um, that's all we got. But then Patricia was like, but wait, what about this one? Finds it on the ground. It's a blue tutu. <laughs> this tutu had all the sparkles and the glitter on it, and it was everything she wanted to be. But the thing is, she didn't have any money. Uh Oh Oh, no. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And so Patricia didn't have any money and she is uh, trying to figure out new ways. But then the store clerk says, We have this other option. Because you're a cow, you can trade your milk for the tutus. (laughs) We're like, Okay, cool. But the manager comes up. He's walking, he's walking, he's coming up to the front, and he says, We don't have that deal anymore. Leave the store now.
1: I have I I got this.
0: Okay. I got you-
1: this. There's a Walmart.
0: <laughs> There's a, <laughs> a
1: Walmart. There's
0: Walmart a- is always there. There's yes. a
1: Walmart. Like next to the Ross. Okay. She goes to the Walmart. They have what she needs. And they have that deal at the Walmart because Walmart is sketchy as crap, as always. So
0: Okay. Go. So she goes into Walmart and they have that deal, trade your milk for the tutus. So <laughs> <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> And so that she gets the stuff, she gets her tutus, she puts it on, and she goes back in front of Ross and she plays the Rocky Top theme song and does her little ballet dance in front of Ross. And she says, I got my blue tutu and this is my finale. And that is our story. <laughs>
2: so here, after hearing that story, what would you say? Did we have any like problems in it? Like, could we fix anything?
3: Well, you had a problem when you broke the glass. <laughs> yeah. And then the manager yeah. wouldn't accept the the milk for tutus and went over to Walmart to solve that problem. And then she got the blue tutu and she was accepted in the milk for tutus program. And, and (laughs) she went back in front of Ross and kind (laughs) of (laughs) went. And she, she put on the show and you said she had a little bucket there and people were throwing money in there. So she got some money out of the deal. I think it's a pretty good story.
0: Okay. (laughs) Well, to end our story and to end our time together, this is Youth Force Chronicles. I'm your host with the most, Mr. Joe. And again, I have Delilah, Ashlyn, and our special guest, Mr. Pete, here on today's episode. Check out our episode. This will be on Spotify and other platforms soon to you, hopefully Apple Music. And we will catch you guys next time. Are you ready?
1: i you.